Hello! Welcome to... <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Welcome to Off the Book, the podcast. So we talk all about YA fiction. N.A. adult, you know the drill at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Maddie. I'm Beth. Um, I, I, as per usual, I'm going to say... Spoiler warning, we're talking about the books in depth, we're going to talk about spoilers, and the chances of us turning around and going like, oh, by the way, this bit from this book, and then the second book, and here's a spoiler from this bit, we are slightly guilty of that. If you've listened to our um, discussion of The The Hunger Hunger Games, Games. we're just referencing constantly. Um, Maddie made the comment, like, the first one that we did, in the first podcast, that... What was it? Like, this we... Is a chair, by the way. I just want to... <laughs> we are sat on some leather sofas. Um, but in the first Hunger Games uh, episode we did, you were mentioning, like, we are not, like, trained to do this. No, we are not we, qualified in any way, shape, or we form. We did, like, a dance and, like, a musical theatre degree. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're just here because we are but The most I've got is a GCSE in English Lit. I have an A-level in yeah. English Literature. Um, was it a good grade in the end? Maybe not. But I did get a B in GCSE. I got an A. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so today, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. We're talking about A Court of Thorns and Roses. And I'm so excited. Um, I, and like, last time was more of like a really big conversation. Like, we both had a lot of points on Hunger Games. Whereas now, Maddie has just read um, A Court of Thorns and Roses I'm and The Court of Mist and Fury. I'm still reading just for the record, this is the same day we recorded the Hunger Games oh, yeah. one. If if we don't sound as enthusiastic as we did for the first Hunger Games, understand that was eleven o'clock in the morning and we had hope. <laughs> but now we are it's like seven thirty at night. So I'm still on I'm still halfway through Akawar. Yeah. She's not she's not traumatized yet. I am traumatized. Okay. <laughs> you think you're traumatized now? Girl, get get, get you girl I read. Well now that we finish Hunger Games, you can read Okay, Maddie was away on holiday and she was reading <laughs> Hunger Games and she took A Court of Wings and Ruin with her and she was like, I want to read it but I know that something bad's going to happen and I want to wait until I'm home so I can send you Snapchat videos of me crying with good lighting. <laughs> and like, that's the most maddy thing I've ever heard because that is what we do. Whenever it gets upsetting or traumatic, we just send videos crying. Just like, I can't believe yeah. this happened. I was an emotional wreck after... Um... Don't you dare say what I think you're about to say. Are you going to say, like, Emp- uh, Kingdom of Ash? Oh, no. Um, oh, my God. A Court of Wings and Ruin. No, A Court of Mr. Fury. Fury. I was an emotional wreck. You got the video of me just sobbing. Mm-hmm. I had no words. I Numb. was... I, I, I loved it. You I didn't even that. get to see me after Kingdom of Ash. So yeah. just you wait, okay? Right. Uh, also, a really fun habit that Maddie and I have is if one of us is like, oh, I don't want anything bad to happen to the characters. <laughs> we stop we, reading. We, no, we send each other. There is a version of One Direction's You Don't Know You're oh, Beautiful, yeah. but it's literally just ha, 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 ha. And we just send that to each other whenever it, like someone's like, I hope they, these characters have a happy ending. We just send it to each other. Yeah, so we just, just torment each other, basically. Yes. You've got to help me watch this. I will, <laughs> don't, don't want worry. It to turn so, off. Basically, today we are going to... Uh, we're going to... Uh, Maddie's going to tell me her thoughts. And, like, I've got some points written down, but we're going to... We're going to talk about... Um, about A Court of Thorns and Roses. Have we mentioned um, spoilers? Yes, we said... Okay. Spoilers. Uh, there are going to be spoilers. Um, a brief rundown. Um, it's, it's set in a world where there are humans and there are fae. Uh, Feyre is... 
from a very poor family from the human village um and one day she kills a wolf um and basically she's given the option of either she could be killed dying or yeah. going to or, live in luxury yeah. for the rest of yeah. her life like and she and she doesn't want to live in luxury she, yeah so it's interesting it follows her story it's basically a beauty and the beast yes. retelling um so if you haven't read it yeah go and read it um it's beauty and the beast but with masks or in other words <laughs> it's beauty and the beast the remix <laughs> it's the remix i think we should just kick this off Okay. Let's go. Some of my favourite comments that I've made on the books are in Do here. you want my overall thoughts first? Go just for in it. general. Okay, so just for listeners' point of view, for the record, I came straight from reading Throne of Glass, which is set in the same universe, but we we we're waiting until I finish no, Throne I of Glass yeah. and Maddie's finished Akatar and we're gonna find how it's all connected. We are adamant. We have ideas. We're not saying them, but we I think, know. We think we know. I know. You know? I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, so they're set in the same universe, but they're very different worlds. Um, also, the style of writing, very different. And it threw me because I was so used to it being in, fir- in third person mm. and having a whole bunch of different people's perspectives. Yeah. And then I get thrown into Akatar and it's just Feyre. And it's written in first person, and I hated it. If I was not a fan, I feel like I messaged you. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. You were like, I hate it. I was like, no, please, just keep going. <laughs> I need someone to talk to you about this book series. And because we're good friends, we we're reading the books. Yeah, I, and it's grown on me a yeah. lot. Um, as a standalone book, I'm not a fan. It's mm-hmm. okay. I wouldn't reread it if it wasn't for the mm. sequel. Um. I'm going to save my opinions for the ca- on the characters until yeah. we get to it. Um, but I found it kind of slow. Until yeah. we get to Under the Mountain. Yeah. And then I'm all here for it. Yes. Okay, so we start with Feyre. She's human. She's in the human world. I don't know what a village is called. But her family are awful to her. Basically, she's just... They used to come from money. They were well off. They mm. were fine. And then her mum died mm-hmm. from an illness. I can't remember what. <laughs> illness? Illness. I can't remember which one. And her dad loses <laughs> all of her, all of their money. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? It's just so you're like, illness? I don't know which one. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. It's not like they have the same illnesses that we do. <laughs> it's not like the Rona has no, magically I, made it prove I to feel like it. it was one that was just a normal human illness. Okay. I feel like it was. You've got the books here, Chi. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, you're not going to be able to find it, so I'm just going to no. carry on. Feyre has made it her mission to... Oh, she promised her mum, for starters, that she would... Her mum, who I think was not great to her either. Yeah, not great to her either. She was like, promise me you'll look after your sisters and your dad. Um, I've given up looking for the mum. <laughs> and Feyre was like, sure, even though she's the youngest, and Nesta should probably be the one who's looking out for the family. Mm. So we got Nesta, Elaine, who are the two sisters... Feyre and her dad, which I don't think he ever gets a name. Yeah, I don't think he does. Um, so she's oh, hunting she in the woods. she died of typhus. There we go, see? Normal human illness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was right. Um, where was I? She's hunting in the woods. Um, that's how she keeps her family alive, because they've got no income. Her dad is useless. Her two sisters don't do anything to help. Um, I got real... Speaking of Hunger Games, I got mm-hmm. real Hunger Games vibes at the beginning of this book. Because it's... She's... Yeah. There's a wall or 
there's like, a, there's like a wall there's like something stopping them there yeah. in a lower kind of class place like they've not had a great life and she's hunting with a bow and arrow so yeah. i just got hung against but vibes. also she is like the kind of like sole provider for her family yep um what i found kind of funny well i come from Frohnagast and their thoughts of fairies or fae completely different yeah the humans in this world hate them can't stand them there's a treaty there's yeah. a war we learn about it later but they don't trust them and they think they're going to attack mm-hmm. and hurt them they don't think anything good of Faye. and then i said this to you i remember messaging you okay and i was like they wear iron on their wrists like okay like people in vampire books wear silver around their neck to stop the vampires and i was like the only reason that silver works is because the vampires are trying to bite their neck and they can't get to the neck because the silver's there. Um, what do they think the Fae are going to do? Just bite bite their wrists? Is that is that their thought process? Yeah. I didn't understand it. Um, so she she goes, she finds this deer. Mm. Plot twist, there's a wolf there. Mm-hmm. Right? And she's like, oh, like fully like, I'm pretty certain that's, that's, that's not just a wolf. That's a yeah. Fae. But, you know, shits and gigs. Which starts off the running theme of Feyre just wandering into shit. Like, literally. <laughs> she just walks into trouble all the time. And just oh my god, the best. Feyre is, like, the epitome of that line that Katniss says where it's like, I'm going to stay here and cause all sorts of trouble. <laughs> literally. You, right. I had in my head when I was writing this the same the sound of... Oh, my God. Um, Vampire Diaries. What's his name? And he's like, Damon. she's just a stupid human girl. <laughs> that sound. I don't know that. The only vampire diary sound I know is, uh, I was going to protect it's Elena. It's part of that. I will, goes, I will do she's... everything to protect Elena. I'm on my way to murder Elena. Yeah, and then she, it goes, oh, she's just a stupid human girl. I've and never heard like, it that far. Oh, okay, yeah, it goes on to that. And she is literally just a stupid human girl. <sighs> she realizes that oh look it could be Faye. I'm just gonna shoot it anyway because I don't want it to kill the deer. Well, find the sense. You <laughs> did this for sense. why. You did this for why. And she shoots it with an arrow. She knows that if it's Faye, she's gonna kill it, right? Because I can't remember what it's called. An ash arrow. That's the one. Um, so iron and ash is the only things that can hurt mm-hmm. Faye. Apparently, that's what we know at this point. And I wrote down, it's weird that he doesn't even try to escape, but okay. And that's only, <laughs> that's only because there are things in Throne of Glass that injure the, um, yes. the fae. Or <laughs> what? They, they, like, they get injured, and it's stuff that affects them, but they, can, they still keep fighting. Yeah. But this wolf just, like, bows down. He just lies down and, like, cries for a bit. He's like, kill me. And I remember messaging you about that, and you was like, well... <laughs> It is an ash arrow, so maybe that's why. And I was like, nah, I don't believe that for a second. Something's dodge. Anyway, she skins the wolf, takes its pelt. Um, <laughs> what is happening? Did we just killed your phone? Is it just... What is happening here? Oh, no. It's still recording. It's fine. Okay. I'm not sure what's going on. Your, your phone's just it's piecing out <laughs> it's piecing out which we always say piecing out like we're gonna piece out now you're gonna find out why at the end of this <laughs> <laughs> um so she skins the wolf kills the deer yeah takes it back home mm-hmm. nesta's like well cool great give me money give me money um they have a favorite 
I don't know where I've got to. See, oh, got... they go into the village. Yeah. The mercenaries. Okay, we're back. We had a situation. What's the motherfucking situation? Everyone keeps ringing to me, me today. I'm just too popular. You're so popular. The dogs wanted ah! to come in. <laughs> it was just a whole situation. situation. We go into town. The mercenaries there. Favorite tries to sell the pelt. And she's like, is there's, this a fairy? And there's like no fucking point. There's no point. this one moment. Um, Maddie was like, is this a big plot thing? Yeah, I gonna thought we back? was going to see her again. But we, we, I mean, we kind of do, but not really. Do we? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I'll get to that part. Um, she's like, yo, do you want to buy this? And the mercenary's like, yeah, sure. It's not Faye, though. <laughs> I don't know why she lied. I really don't. <laughs> she did that for why? She did that for why. Um, and she gives her a lot of money. Because I think she lied and she knows it's Faye. I, I, don't, I don't quite know why she gives the money, like that much money. It really doesn't make any sense. Your, your notes and my notes are so different because you're like really in detail with this part. Um, I've gone like literally, Farrah kills a fey wolf. We meet Farrah's family. We learn of their rough upbringing and that Farrah is the provider of the family. A large wolf comes to the house and takes her away. <laughs> she goes she goes to the wolf willingly saying, Babish! <laughs> and then it's Farrah finds the cereal. Yeah, so... <laughs> like, our notes are so Ciao. different. Um, where was I? She, um, they go home, they have dinner. We also find out the fairy's been shagging a boy. Oh, yeah. But it's he's not gonna really get married important. to somebody. Yeah. Like, like he's not important, he just pops up every now and they then. They just kind of find, like, emotional support for yeah. each other. There's, it's not important. But her sister's kind of judging her for it. Yeah. Um... So they go home, they have food, and then this massive fuck-off wolf shows up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, who killed that other wolf? Who in the hell put the muffins <laughs> in the freezer? And everyone's cowering behind Feyre, and she's just got the dinner, the like, the table knife, and she's just like... <laughs> but in the end, she's like, I, I killed him. And the wolf's like, you got two options. Die... Or come with me and live your life in luxury. Now, here's the weird part. Her dad just goes, go with him and never return. Like, fuck off. Like, we'll all die without you, but yeah. you can go. He's just like, don't come back. And that's weird to me, but <gasps> I just had a fault. But I'm not going to say it. I'm going to save it for another time because it's to do with War. Um, okay, I'm intrigued. Mm. I'm fair. Oh, I said about the table knife. I was like, what What the fuck are you planning on doing, hun? It's like Katniss uh, up against the capsule with Serene. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just stopped making Hunger Games. <laughs> now we're done. <laughs> this is the part that me and you died over. Okay. Because he grabs the knife. <laughs> <laughs> In wolf form. <laughs> and we were like, I was like, how the hell... How the hell is he grabbing that knife with his paws? Imagine if he's got like, the little tiny baby hands on <laughs> That's his That's what we said. We was like, you know that, like, the dew claw is just attached there. And he's just grabbing, he's got, like, thumbs and everything. <laughs> so, in my head now... Well, like, his hands, t- his claws turn back into hands, just for, like, that one second. But nothing else, just hands. Just hands on a wolf. <laughs> so, now all I can picture... Is like this weird werewolf mutation. Okay, yeah. it's it's not pretty in my head. Um, so he takes her to Perithian. 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 I don't know how to say it. She like knocks out on the way there. She doesn't yeah. know the way there. I think he knocks her out. Yeah. 
with magic, not... <laughs> Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> with magic, not, like, physically knocks her out. <laughs> um, is he still in wolf form in yeah. this moment in time? She's on a horse. Um, I don't know how the wolf got her into a no, horse. No, me neither. Um, Where did the horse come I from? I don't know. Did it just follow him in wolf form there? I don't know the situation. What's the motherfucking situation? <laughs> um, but she's taken to the spring court. Yeah. This is where another werewolf situation happens. Yeah. Because he just, like, springs and jumps onto the seat and just magically turns into a human. Yeah. And But it's like that bit in Twilight where fucking Jacob just, like, jumps and he turns into a wolf. It's like that in reverse. But in my head, it was, like, too slow. It was like, he jumps into the chair, sits as a wolf for a second, and then transforms into a human. Like, if one of your dogs sat on the, on the, on the thing and <laughs> yeah. turned yeah. Maddie has two chocolate chocolate Labradors. Yeah. Called Moose and Fatboy. Not their <laughs> names. <laughs> but follow their Instagram. They have an Instagram and I love it. Um, so they're in the spring call. We still don't know his name, but for the purpose of this podcast, his name is Tamlin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to say too much. But um, she mentions about the food. She's really caught up on the fact that she's told she can't eat fey food because it will, like... She'll be trapped in body and soul. She'll be captured. She'll be under their control. So she refuses to eat the food. And this causes, like, one of many arguments between her and Tamlin <laughs> for, like, no reason. Could you do this whilst I... Yes. Okay, thank you. Um, everyone's wearing these gold masks. Mm-hmm. And she thinks it's a fashion statement. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it was all a lie and it's just a fashion statement. They just need an excuse. Mm -hmm. They blame uh, the blight. Oh, with the food thing as well. Why would they give you the option of coming to live with them? Like they're not going to feed you and look after you. Exactly. Like, they just offered you death. (laughs) Or to live a life in luxury. They're not going to, like, not kill you and then take you back to their court and then kill you. Mm -hmm. What's the purpose in that? Also, this is really off topic, but I can't wait for us to get to the end of this because I just have one comment that I've been <laughs> bursting at the seams all day that I want to say. Oh, no. Right, so we're also introduced to Lucian, who yeah. I love. First book, Lucian mm-hmm. has my heart. He is the sassy best friend. Second book, Lucian? Oh, we can fuck right off. I'm not... <laughs> I don't care. And then you don't even know third book, Lucian. Mm-hmm. So, we... T- we t- English. Turns out he's the son of the High Lord of the Autumn Court. One of mm-hmm. the many sons. He's also um, Tamlin's em- emissary. emissary. That's the one. Mm-hmm. I can't speak English. Um, and there's Alice. Alice is basically like her servant. Yeah. Um, so basically the first half of the, half of the book is Tamlin and Feyre not knowing how to talk to each other. Yeah. Basically, great summary. Him, like, going, oh, you look clean or something. Yeah. And, like, that is very Beauty and the Beast. Because, like, the Beast does not know how to talk to her. Yeah. And all of these conversations are just saved by Lucian. He's, he kind of hates Feyre, but also, like, just kind of accepts the fact that yeah. she's there. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, she just killed your friend. Yeah. Because that is what the wolf was. The wolf was a friend of theirs. Yeah. Plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Um, so, I'm on chapter seven. Tamlin mentions the blight, a sickness, or it's been affecting the fate world. Oh, no. Basically, all we learn is that 
it's got something to do with the masks Mm -hmm. and it's allowing random fae to wander into other cults Mm -hmm. that's all we learn about it um oh and there's a random woman we don't know her name but they're terrified of her Oh, that's all we learn. Okay, okay. And I've put men in cages. Twenty twenty. I, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Maddie actually has a Maddie has a playlist which is just called Men in Cages Twenty for Twenty. And if I'm being honest, the the playlist slaps. It's a good playlist. It starts off with these PlayStation. <laughs> I honestly don't know why I put that as a note. Um, is is it because they put the men in cages? Lucian is not in a cage, though, is he? Because he's not a member of the Supreme Court, technically. Technically, but he's still got a mask on. Okay, so then I'm assuming he is. Yeah. Um, that's kind of it. Only mentions that it's going to spread into the mortal realm. Yeah. This, like, urges favour to contact mm. her family. For a second, I thought you were about to go, that's it, that's all my thoughts on the book. <laughs> that's it, full stop, period. <laughs> that's where I gave up, that's why I hate it. Chapter 8, I've got written you down. You really went chapter I by really chapter. Did. Nothing really happens except awkward meals. Yeah. Basically... Feyre and Tamlin get into arguments all the time. Yeah. Nobody knows how to talk to each other, and Lucian still just kind of hates Feyre. Yeah, but, but like, accepts the again, fact that she's tolera- there. Like, tolerates her, because you know what? Yeah. Sometimes she provides entertainment. Yeah, sometimes. I'm finding where you are, I'm reading a lot. Okay. So then, Feyre decides the best course of action, because she wants to go home, desperately. Yeah. I honestly don't understand why. Her family are awful to her. Mm. I remember messaging you about this. Yeah. But they treated her like absolute shit yes um but she's desperate to go home and oh i forgot to mention the reason why favor is in the sprinkle is because there's something to do with the treaty this is what tamlin says Mm -hmm. the treaty that separated the human world and the fey world Mm -hmm. has a clause in it that says if you kill one of the fey you either have to die or you have to be taken into the fey world yeah which doesn't make any sense any logical sense at all and i was like something's not right here Uh there's gonna be a plot point um but she decides her best way home is to talk to lucian about getting out of this clause of the treaty yeah um so she decides she's gonna go for a hunt or she goes on a patrol with him yeah um I think at this point Tamlin's like, do you want to go on a walk? I'll show you around the grounds. And she's like, no thanks, peace is out. And goes to see Lucian. <laughs> like, just straight up ignoring him. For the moment, like, part of the first book, I thought, who's she going to fall for? Tamlin or Lucian? I was thinking there was going to be something with Lucian, but at the same time, I was like, he's he seems like just the sassy best friend. It's not going to yeah. be him. I remember messaging you, you were messaging you about Reese and being like is this the love triangle and I was like no. <laughs> like but again we'll come back to oh, him we'll come back to him we'll loop round um we'll do a u-turn we'll do a u-turn so Lucian invites her on a patrol he knows what she's trying to do but he's just like come with me it's fine um and this is where we find out that the masks were originally worn at a celebration for Tamlin's shape-shifting powers mm. and I said I don't understand why the masks are such a big deal. I mm-hmm. keep forgetting they exist. Because mm-hmm. I could not picture them with these masks on. Yeah, I don't. I just ignore it. Um, so on this patrol, they encounter a bog? A bog? Bog? I say bog. Yeah. I think, is there a pronunciation? I think I it's love- at the back. At the end, there's like that one pronunciation guide. Yeah, which uh, would have been great. Oh, no, it's at the bogey. Beginning. Oh, that's fun. Bogey. Bogey. 
I'm going to start playing bogeys now while you tell the story. So this is a creature that you c- they're not allowed to look at. If you look at it, it becomes real. No, stop playing bogeys. Now is not the time. <laughs> bogeys! <laughs> um, they return to the manor. It passes because they don't look at it. They don't let it become real. Yeah. They go back to the manor and they inform Tamlin. And apparently he's o- the only one who's got the power to kill it. Which I didn't <laughs> didn't understand, but I guess it comes... <laughs> <laughs> I was yawning. That's such a weird. <laughs> I guess it comes back to them. It comes back round later. Yeah. The reason why Tamlin's the only one who can what kill it. Goes him. around, comes back. Oh my god! You were like, <laughs> shush. Um, Either add something const- constructive or sh- constructive. <laughs> That's not the right word. That is the right oh, word. Okay. <laughs> um. So he goes to kill it. Um, Lucian is my favourite part of this entire book. Yeah. What is the matter with you? This is this, complete chaos. This is just the most boring part of the book. It's so boring. That we can skip it. I'll skip it. Hold on, let me just pick out the... The key parts. Key points. She goes to bed. She sees her dad <laughs> out. <of> the- <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Vera goes to bed. That's as exciting as it gets. She sees her dad outside of the window. And I was there like, favourite. Your dad told you not to return. What makes you think he's just suddenly going to show up and like and rescue nev- you? And he that will think you're going to rescue <laughs> you. Like and also he's never really taken care of her like no. since they lost all their money and their mum died. Like he's literally just been like peaced out. Um, also very like again a, a Hunger Games reference. Very like peaced out like Candace's mum in a way. Yeah, we're stuck on Hunger Games, aren't we? But I think as well like that that's like a real trope. Yeah, it is. That a lot of books follow. Yeah, especially in, like, fantasy, dystopian yeah. books. Um, I said, I mean, she's stupid, but at least she's hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> Me? So she chases after her dad. Turns out it's not her dad. And Tamlin stops her and is like, that's not your dad. Uh, that's You're another not my dad! <laughs> not my dad. Um, and I was like, they literally told you not to believe anything you see. Like, shush. Okay. Shut up. Because what you see isn't, isn't always, always the, the truth. truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> the same part. <laughs> oh, my voice. Um, <laughs> this is where we find out they have a heart-to-heart. Feyre explains oh. about the situation and the, the promise. Situation. <laughs> the motherfucking situation. And she explains about her promise to mm. her mum to keep her family safe. The mum who apparently the only person she really loved was her husband. Didn't care about the kids. No, did not care. Did not give a shit. And then he says some shit about not wanting the life he has now, but he ended up here. No. Heart-to-heart moment, you know, real deep. This yeah. is where they start to grow together. Yeah. Wow, really care- caring about Tamlin. Oh. So... She goes on a ton of patrols with Lucian. Uh-huh. They call them hunts, but they never hunt anything. So that kind of, that seems kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, so we find out she can't read, which is important later. It's not a big plot point, but we, it's important later. So yeah. I'm going to mention it. What up? My name's Jared. I'm 19 and I, I never just, fucking learned how to read. <laughs> I just remembered that she writes down all the list of words that she doesn't know what they are. Yeah. And then Tamlin finds it and goes, what is this? Some kind of poetry. And then he makes poetry <laughs> out of it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, um, Tamlin does not seem to grasp the concept that she managed to survive without being able to read. Like, he really can't wrap his head around it, which I find... I just said, okay, sir, question mark. <laughs> 
Um, again, there's a whole bunch of arguments between Tamlin and Lucian, and then Tamlin and mm-hmm. Feyre. Um, <laughs> I've just put, not a lot happens. Because to be fair, not a lot happens. Yes. Um, what chapter are you on now? Oh, oh, I'm on 13, 14, 15. I've looped them all together because okay. not a lot happens. But also this a is, lot happens. This is where the snarls and the growls and everything yes. starts to come out. And we need to discuss this for a minute. I've been waiting for you to talk about this. What is up with Sarah J Maas and growling, growling. baring her teeth, snarled? I don't... I under- purrs! <laughs> she does purrs as well. I understand in front of glass. And roars. I understand in front of glass, right? They're meant to be animalistic, right? So are they! I mean, kind of! <laughs> But no, but not really, right? I feel like it's happening as a wolf boy. <laughs> but it just drives me insane. It actually drives me insane. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with it anymore. Okay. If she says it one more time, I'm gonna. See if you on site. You're gonna pull up. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Then she decides she wants to catch a cereal. Cereal. Mm. Cereal. Which is basically a creature that tells. The, the motherfucking truth. truth. He spills the tea. Um, and we love him for it. And yeah. him or her, they, we love them for we it. We love sorry. them. Lucian is the one who tells her how to catch it, right? I think because he's like, eh, if you die, it then it's going to be funny. Yeah, he kind of secretly wants her to die. So she catches the cereal. Um, and this is, the, she, this is her wanting to go home. She wants the cereal to tell her how to go home. Yeah. Basically. The cereal's like, chief, you can't go home. Really yeah. sorry to tell you that. Um... But stay by the High Lord. Stay, like that's the one piece. Like stay by the High the Lord. One piece of advice, yeah, right? Baby Tamlin, of course. But no, he never mentions a name. Oh, shut up! I'm, people might not know. I'm just saying. Tamlin. I'm not saying what happens. He never mentions a name. I know. Maybe okay. it's Baby Tamlin. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Which I thought that I wasn't smart enough to put two and two together. I thought it was Tamlin for the longest time. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, these other naggers. Yeah. Which I. Kept accidentally re- reading it as like MAGA. Oh no! It's- I read it as MAGA, like make America great again, and automatically I hated whatever the animal was. <laughs> no offense. Uh, either way, they try to attack her, but Feyre goes, "Oh, free the cereal. They die. They don't deserve to die." Um, yeah. She calls Lucian. Lucian said he would help if anything happened, and he heard her. He just chose to not listen for yeah. like, a second. But Tamlin. You know, Tam- it's is. okay because Tamlin shows up to save the day. Yeah, what a hero. Again, for what the second hero. time. What a hero. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the At this point, I messaged Beth and I was like, I want a book just on what Tamlin's doing. Because he from disappears. His I want, yeah, I want it from his perspective. I want to know what he's doing because he keeps disappearing. We don't know where he goes. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he's doing. Just that he disappears. And right? when I, at this point, when she was texting me this, I'd finished the whole series and I was like, you want what? Because it sounded like Maddie was really pro Tamlin. I was like, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse Not for, me. No. Okay, I'd like to say I find him incredibly boring. Cool. Great. But I wanted to know what was going on. Well, I wanted to know well, what the motherfucking situation was. What the motherfucking situation was. Okay. Because also, we're learning things when Feyre learns things. She yeah. knows nothing about the Fey world. And because it's in her perspective, we don't we don't know anything that she doesn't know. Yeah. And obviously there's a big bad. 
obviously they're talking yeah. about it all the time and there's this illness that's going on and then tamlin just disappears and i wanted to know how all the fr- all three connects okay yeah. which we get there eventually um so lucian has just like kind of left her to die but it's okay because tamlin saves the day um we find out that tamlin brainwashed Feyre's family into thinking she was visiting a long lost aunt and sent them bare dollar yeah made like regained the riches they lost we don't know if that's because of his magic like i'm curious how it works we don't know whether it's his magic that gave them the boats back or whether he just like handing them money yeah Um, well maybe it was a little bit of everything maybe um this is the part where tamlin comes into the house carrying a wounded fey yeah his wings have been ripped off and he's screaming she took my wings this is the mo- my heart broke for this for this random fay. Are you eating cookies? No, I need to charge <laughs> my laptop because okay. I need to remember the odd funny comments I make. Okay. Um, don't mind me just emptying all the garbage from my bag. Can so, you plug my laptop? Of course in I can. In one of friend. the many, this room is filled, literally filled with like plug sockets. Yeah, whoever lived here before us had a, had a thing with plug Maybe sockets. BT. Maybe there's literally about fifty in this room. Yeah, on the ceiling, on the floor, <laughs> on the wall. Um. So this is where Feyre comforts. Can you turn the plug, please? It's on. Oh, now it is. Thank you. <laughs> what? It's only just turned on now. Okay. So she comforts this random Faye um, and she stays with him long after he dies. And I was like, yeah. this is the moment. I did not like Faye up until this point. She was annoying and she just ran into trouble. Okay. Yeah. Every point someone's like, don't go anywhere. And she's like, YOLO. Fuck yeah. it. Let's go. She, she always is given one job and she and, just doesn't. Yeah. Um, so she stays and comforts him for ages. And when... Tamlin asks why she says that she wouldn't want to die alone either. Same. And I was like, that's really sweet, okay? I would not want to die alone. No. Um, and Lucian gives her a hunting knife. I think and, he's and decided... And he says, like, and please just don't don't put it in my back. Yeah. He's it... kind of decided that she's not going to kill them. Yeah. She's not awful. No. Um, so then we learn Lucian's backstory and how the love of his life yeah. was... Killed by his family. In front of him. He in was held front down. Of him. Because then, she was seen as a lesser fate and she wasn't worthy. Yeah. Uh, Lucian and Tamlin have to kill a couple of his brothers? Does that happen? Because, uh, like, some of the brothers, like, followed Lucian when he left. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, only... Like, three of them were sent after Lucian and only one returned. Yeah. Lucian killed one, Tamlin killed the other. So, where we are right now is next to the weird, like... It's like a silver starlight lake. Yeah. So, we just unpack Lucian's tragic past. And then, you know what? It's time for sexy swim time. Yeah. <laughs> we just course. leave Lucian just chilling in the field. Yeah. And just, we go for sexy swim time. Just remember... <laughs> just re- him him there, seeing like, Hello, darkness, my old friend. Like, remembering the trauma <laughs> of, like, seeing his, like, friend and love <laughs> killed in front of him. Yeah. And having to kill his own brother. And they're like, sexy swim time. <laughs> Now, this is the moment where I was like, there is some... Is it Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. Shit starting to happen with yeah. Feyre and... And Tamlin. Like, mm. why is she suddenly like, oh my god. Oh my gosh, because he's so pretty. He's so handsome. He's so handsome. I know I should be trying to get home to my family, but I just can't because... Because his <laughs> long hair is so distracting. Um, They notice that something's changed between them. 
no thank you no thank you and i said really were you both done being absolute dicks to each other (laughs) (laughs) oh this was in the gallery yeah um this was a kind of nice moment it was a nice moment so Feyre likes painting we haven't mentioned that yet yeah so she painted bits and pieces in her home before she left um they go to they have like a gallery day in the old gallery of the house because this Mm -hmm. house is massive mahoosive um and then it's festival time Mm -hmm. um and favorite is absolutely a hundred percent not allowed to go Mm -hmm. she's been told very specifically not to go yeah but oh hold on hold on is this Kalamni. Yeah. Hold on. There's one point I just want to skip back to that you didn't touch okay. on. It's on page 177. Okay. And they're talking about Tamlin's backstory. Um, and he's talking about his family. And he, like, openly talks about how his dad was pro-human slave. Oh, yeah. Um, and were, and his brothers were. Um, and his mum kind of, like, knew that his dad was a monster, but, like, didn't do anything. Because was like, well, why? <laughs> um, and so Farrah's like, well, what happened to your family? Um, like, do, and he was like, I would have stopped them if I had to. Um, and Tamlin goes, fortunately or unfortunately, they were all killed by a high lord of another court. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. I wonder who that is. I wonder if we ever find out any more context about that dark, mysterious stranger. But yes, page 178, the first mention of Calamni. Calamni? Fest- who knows? The festival where she's absolutely not supposed to go. That, like, the one job is literally for your safety. Do not go. Do not go. Oh, and guess what? She goes. And she gets lost in the crowd. And, like, she's warned beforehand, like, Tamlin is not going to be the the fae that she knows. Like, he's going to be overtaken and have to do something. And, like, yeah. she does not want to see it. Like, there's a reason they're like, don't fucking go. And then I she said, gets lost in the crowd. She gets lost in the crowd. Sorry. I said... Oh, where did it go? Um, this girl just walks into danger constantly with no plan and nothing to defend herself. But, like, you're in a world of monsters and you're wandering into something you've been told not, not to, to go, go into. into. You don't know what's happening and you're still just like, I have no, I mean, I have a knife. And, like, the drums sound cool. <laughs> the drums sound cool, so I'm going to go. Um, And then, so she's, these, like, strangers start, like, attacking yeah. her slightly. And are like, hey, pretty lady. And then in the words of the greatest showman, Whoa, whoa, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Because the, des- <laughs> the description of the two strong hands that gently just kind of like pick her up and just goes, Oh, there you are. I've been looking for you. And I, oh my God, I love him. I love him too. He's described as the most beautiful, beautiful man she's ever seen, right? And it's the point of, like, at this point, everyone, I think, in the booktop community is like, is he, a, is he good? Is he bad? Can I love him? Yeah. Even if he's bad, they were going to love him from the get. Yeah. It didn't matter. So she has a conversation with the hottest person alive, basically. Yeah. Um, she's, he's like, do you need an escort back? Oh, no. He's like, who are you with? And she's like, oh, some fate. And he's like, uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Sure you are. A human girl just wandering into this sex festival. This sex <laughs> festival. And she, he, um, he's like, do you need an escort back? And she's like, no, chief, I'm all good. Um, and then, and then he just backs off. No, he just backs oh, yeah. off. And I said, Respect. love a queen who respects boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> we do. And then Lucian shows up and is like, oh, oh, yes. I said, too bad the love interest can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and then 
Fukushima appears and is like, Ferry, you had one fucking job. <laughs> and now I'm going to lose my job because you can't do your one yeah. job. And even then, he takes her back. He explains about this sex ritual. Yeah. Ritual. <laughs> <laughs> English is not great for me, right? Um, basically, Tamlin has to hunt a white stag. And find the maiden. And then he gets to just choose whatever girl he wants and then sleeps with her and magically this is just like the fae version of like the patriarchy working for the men i i was just i did not understand this set this sex ritual but i think it's just a very sarah j max kind of trope to just throw in it definitely is um oh and then after he's slept with the whoever he wants yeah it turns into a full-on fairy orgy is what i've written down can fays get STDs? <laughs> <laughs> From events like these, you do have to ask the question. <laughs> I feel like, like there's got to be something, right? <laughs> okay, moving um, on. Also, we skipped... So page 178 was... Kalamnai was mentioned, but then also on page 179, the Atta appears in the spring Oh, port. shit, yeah. It has a conversation with Tamlin and Lucian, and they kind of get concerned, like, what if he knows that we have a human here? Yeah. What What if he knows? That's the first time they, like, glamour her against... Yeah. Um, literally, my note is chapter 20, Farah fails her one job. 188, my baby appears! <laughs> and then, page 194, post Kalamnai, Kal- I don't know, but Cookie... Because she gets hungry. And even oh, though, yeah. Even right. though she was taken home um, and was told, do not open your door. Yeah, and she does. And Lucian explains as well. He's like, even- you couldn't be there because if you was there, Tamlin would have forced himself on you and he didn't want that to happen, right? Nobody wants that to happen. Yeah. Um, and I said here... I was like, fucking disgusting, but at least they told her to stay away. Maybe giving her a bit more detail would have stopped her from walking into that, dot, dot, dot. Maybe? Just a suggestion. Mm. They could have just told her that from the get-go, and she probably would have just stayed mm. in the house. Probably not as favour. Mm. Let's be real. Um, so then she wakes up at, like, two o'clock in the morning and decides it's cookie time. Yeah. Wanders down the stairs to the kitchen, and lo and behold, who's there? is a very kind of, like, lust-filled Tamlin. And it's the man who's like, I could smell you there. I couldn't find you. I went out of my mind trying to find you. And he literally said, like, I slept with other people because I couldn't have you. And you're like, yeah. that's creepy. It is creepy. Also, Lucian was like, don't leave your room until morning. And then what does she fucking do? She's like, eh, two, it says a.m. I'll use that morning. <laughs> she bends the She literally thought, fuck it, yet again, and just wandered downstairs. Yeah. So... Uh, Tamlin knocks the cookie out of her hand, which rude to begin yeah. with. Don't do that. Rude. If someone knock, if a guy thinks he's gonna be hot and knock food out of my hand, he better be prepared <laughs> to couch these hands. And then <laughs> do not knock my food. <laughs> so then he pins her up against the wall and like just kind of hot, kind of hot, <laughs> bites her neck. <laughs> and she's just there, like, okay. She just kind of chills, but also like she's enjoying it. <laughs> but also he could kill you. Yeah, very easily. Yeah. But also, like, he wants her, so he's not going to kill her. Yeah. Also, she's important for later on, which... Yeah. Anyway. And, like, we, and I did say to Maddie, like, remember this moment, just because it's mentioned, like, later. in passing later. Um, it's really territorial as well. Yeah. Like, really territorial. And kind of creepy, I put, but also hot. Mm. Um, Ugh, men. Feyre doesn't do much to stop it. But equally, she doesn't want it to stop. So it's yeah. not that creepy, I guess. But also, it's kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. Um, 
Tam, I've put Tamlin tells her to. Oh my god, Tamlin tells her not to disobey him again. Ill, he leaves. He's literally giving off Christian Grey vibes, and that's not a good. It's thing. not a good thing. Next morning, this was my favourite scene. <laughs> yes, and I already know exactly what meme I want to reference. <laughs> So it's breakfast time. Feyre walks down with a big ass bruise on her neck because guess what? Tamlin bit her. And what was Lucian's she... one rule? <laughs> like, Lucian... Don't leave your room. Literally, his one rule. Um... Oh, and then Tamlin says it was Feyre's fault because she was mm-hmm. there. That rubs me up the wrong way. Yeah. No, you no. had control over your actions. You bit her. She's a stupid human girl. How did she have any way to defend herself against you? And even if she had stayed in her room the whole night... He probably would have just gone to find her. Yeah, and, like, he is strong. No matter what trap she put in place, she wouldn't be able to fend him off. I said, did you or did you not bite her neck? Basically, they get into an argument. Yeah. This was not the scene that I thought... Is it this one? I don't know. No, it's the next one. It's the next one. I know the next one. I know the Um, next breakfast scene. So, for some reason, Feyre decides that she likes him now, and because of that, she's going to show up in a dress. That pissed me off. No. Because, you know, changing for a man is always what to do to make him like you know. Yep. Uh, they're flirting over dinner, and Lucian's like, I got a piece out. It, but he's also like, really? Right in front of my salad. <laughs> but that wasn't... Oh, it is that one. Yeah. yeah. He's literally like, really? Right in front of my salad? Like, what the fuck, guys? Like, I don't I'm wanna... just trying to eat. I'm just trying to eat. Leave me alone, please, okay? I don't need this public display of affection, okay? Not forever, and I'll hear you single just trying to survive. <laughs> when you force me to relive my lover's execution, and then you <laughs> left me in the field to go have sexy swim time. <laughs> sexy swim time. <laughs> uh, okay, right. So this is when Tamden releases the glamour he put on the court, which makes me die alice suddenly has bark skin for some yeah, reason that threw me. and there's hundreds more people in the call than were there a second ago and then she was like um so when everyone saw me running at my father <laughs> everyone was there and wandering around the manor at like two o'clock in the morning drawing a map there was just people there yeah was there people there when he slammed her up against the wall and bit her neck maybe probably they were probably preparing breakfast yeah and he's just there slamming her up against bah. a wall bah, bah. And I'll do it again. <laughs> um, I said, how did she not bump into anyone? Good question. I really don't understand that. Um, My notes are so sporadic. I have to wait ages for you to take my next note. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pharaoh finds a severed head on the fountain. Ah, oh, yes. Um, Tamlin mentions that he thinks it might be the High Lord of the Night Court. Oh. But he is evil. Oh. No trusting him. Evil. Bad guy. What a bastard <laughs> smug bastard <laughs> um <laughs> guess we can't like him who's put seven heads in absolutely fountains? cannot we will not support the high lord of the night court i've said he also talks about how happy he was when the human slaves were released and i put in brackets ironic but for that that's a future reference mm. so um oh the irony oh the irony tamlin disappears again for god knows what reason um <laughs> <laughs> why am i thinking the tiktok said i'm fucking crazy <laughs> but i'm free why is that tamlin but also pharaoh when she breaks all of the rules okay period um she mentions how a lot of time has passed and basically they've just been like kind of together but kind of not yeah um she says that the relationship has developed over quite a period of time. 
Um, but for us, it seems to happen real fast. Zero yeah. to 100. Zero real to 100 really quick. Um, then the summer solstice happens. I loved this scene. Yeah, I also forgot it real quick. I, but the one rule I did pick up from it is Lucian saying Feyre. I know you don't often listen to me, but please listen when I say this. Don't, don't drink, drink the, the Fey <laughs> wine, okay? As a, your human body can't handle it, it's gonna, it could really damage she you. She ignores that rule twice. She ignores it all the time. Anyway. <laughs> and then Tamlin's like, no, get her drunk. I want to see what she does. Uh, I want to see her lose control. Yeah, so th- that happens, and this she walks down the stairs, and they go, oh, she looks like Faye. Mm. Which I thought was interesting. You've only spent a little bit of time there, hun, but now apparently you look like a Faye. Mm. Okay, so there's all this dancing. They dance for a really long time. Yeah. Then Tamlin takes her to this, like, field thing, and there's, like, two Faye. It's one Faye, but it looks like two, and they're kind of, like, dancing around yeah. each other. And then he takes her to a hill and they watch the sunrise. Mm. And they, they do smoochy time. <laughs> Sexy swim time and smoochy time. Um, this is where I've got the note. Um, it's breakfast time with the lovebirds. Lucian just sat there while they flirted like, are you serious? Right in front of my salad. And I said, this is the funniest moment in the book. Plot twist. Plot twist. Then, oh, I wanted to mention. Okay. So she Did drinks She drinks the Fey wine. So yeah. she's incredibly drunk when she's talking, like dancing with Tamlin, all the yeah. smoochy time, she's very drunk. I was reading a blog to make help make my notes, and I think it was called like Bad Book Good Reviews or something. I think I've looked at them. And she mentions about how it's never really discussed how sober she is when she, like Tamlin kisses her. And it does kind of seem like. It could be taken as him taking advantage of it. Oh, yeah. Which, when we look at the next book, I'll have more to say on it. Uh-huh. But there's yeah. definitely something there. Yeah. But also, like, the scene with him biting her neck. But then she's conscious and able to make that decision, but it's, like, when she's had Faye wine, which is something that the human body is not... It's... Uh, it's yeah. It's interesting. Anyway. Our boy Reese shows up. Wow, Reese, interesting, beautiful man. Can we trust him? I don't know who that is. So they mentioned that they're not the only court affected by the blight. Uh-huh. So is the night court. And they're glamouring. They're gla- so they push her up against the window. Lucian stands in front of Lucian's her. Lucian's there just chilling. Chilling. All I can picture them though is him like there, <laughs> yeah, like, spread uh... out. <laughs> just try or just there like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Trying to act casual, but really not acting yeah. casual at all. But Reese is gla- not Reese. <laughs> Tamlin is glamouring her. Yeah. Um, but Reese, the man, the legend. The man, the legend. Um, is like angry. And is like you're dare you dare to glamour someone yeah, for me? Like, do you think I'm fucking stupid? I can get mm-hmm. into your mind, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't it also made clear at this point who he is? He is Nightcall. Yeah, he is a High Lord and the Nightcall. He is bad, evil. Bad, evil. evil. We don't don't like him. We can't like him at all. No, we will never like him. No, Um, no points for Nightcall. Oh, this is the first time we hear Reese called um, Amarantha's whore. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm fine. We're fine. I'm fine. You know on TikTok, there's that thing where the people, like, with their bottom lip... (laughs) <laughs> that's me whenever anyone like slut shames Reese I'm like ah. um so my notes here are who is Amarantha sounds like a bitch but a powerful one <laughs> <laughs> um this is where Reese goes into Feyre's mind a little bit yeah um he's looking respectfully <laughs> just a little bit his little like claws are there he doesn't really do much but, but like, he she does descri- but the way she describes him is like it's kind of like very like yeah <laughs> no one can see but I'm just making like a gesture like it's yeah um, like it's scary but gentle 
But he does reveal all of, like, the inappropriate comments that Feyre has yeah, been saying in her like, head about Tamlin. Yeah, and he, and Tamlin's like, I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, thank you for letting me know exactly what she thinks, but also get out of there. We're definitely going to have to make a part two of this. We are. <laughs> are we doing that today? Yeah. Okay, we go. might as well just get We're on a roll. Let's go. Okay, so... And then, like, Reese kicks off as, like, you dare to hide a human from me? Oh, my God. Yeah, and he says, Amarantha will enjoy breaking her. This intrigued me. I was yeah. like, who is this bitch? I want to know. She sounds powerful. She sounds like a queen, but also, like, bad guy. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Um, and this is where I put Sarah J Maas. Why the fuck do you make people who love each other watch each other in pain? Yeah. Why? It happens in every single fucking book. <laughs> yeah. Um I say love very loosely, but we'll discuss that later yeah. on. Um he Reese makes Tamlin beg mm. for Feyre's release. Yeah. And then he makes Lucian beg as well. Yeah. Um we get the impression that Tamlin and Reese have history. Oh, I wonder what kind of history. Oh, I wonder. But it must be bad history because Night Court is bad. Bad, real bad. bad. Real bad. At this point, I was like, were they lovers? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, who knows? He kind of acted a bit salty. Like, every single chance he gets, Tablin's like, evil, bad guy, don't trust him, okay? And that's why I was like... Gaslighting. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, he's like, what's your name? And Feyre gives the name of some random girl. Claire Beddle. That one. What's my name? What's my name? Um, Reese goes. I can't remember why. I think he gets, like, a call. He just, like, yeets himself out. <laughs> yeah, there. he's like, I'm done. Anyway, so Tamlin decides Feyre should not be in the Fey world anymore. But he makes a decision before she can go. Oh, yeah. He has it's... to sleep with her first. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Because that's what you do when you're in love. You sleep with someone and then tell them to go. Yeah, yeah. he literally sleeps with her and is like, you got to peace out. you got to peace out. you got to go, chief. Um, Even though it breaks the deal, but the deal can't be broken. That's what I said. I was like, oh, so apparently he can send her home now. Couldn't do that before. But the second her life's friend, he's like, got to go. Get out. Yeah. Get um, out right now. She just accepts it. Mm. She doesn't argue. She just gets She's in She's just sad. Yeah. She's like... Uh, uh, and I said this is weird for Feyre because she argues about fucking everything yeah so I don't understand why um I think she doesn't understand why either and that's why she goes so willingly because she's not understanding everything yeah and she realizes that she loves Tamlin when she gets put in the carriage but like Tamlin says it to her but I went to say Reese, not Reese. all Mm. I got on my mind is Reese. Same. <laughs> Don't we all? But Feyre doesn't say it back to him for some reason, right? That's all it would have taken. That's all it would have taken. But then stuff happens under the mountain that I think was necessary. Yeah, definitely also necessary. Also, some stuff is unnecessary. So she goes home. Um, Elaine and Nesta are there. Her dad's there. It's a new manor. It's not home home. It's paid for by Tamlin. Uh, like, her father just magically fell into some money, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't want to be here. I did not like this section of the book. <laughs> I did not want to be here. I didn't. I didn't I like it. it. I hated it here. <laughs> Honest to God, I was like, take me out. Take me away. <laughs> um, said it, it kind of proved no purpose other than to get Feyre out of the spring court so that Tamlin would go under the mountain. Yeah. That's it. That was the whole plot point. Um, but she decides somehow to go back. Yeah, so Elaine's happy about the, the whole situation but says Nesta's weird. So we find out Nesta tried to find... 
favorite. Favorite. Turns out Tamlin's little mind wash thing didn't work on mm. her. She knew that she'd been taken by Faye and she tried to find her, which is the first decent thing Nesta does this entire book. Mm-hmm. It does. This is where the mercenary comes back in because she hires the mercenary to take her to the wall. Oh. But they can't that. get through the wall. Shit, sorry, I forgot about you. <laughs> um, they throw a party for Feyre and then they find out that Claire Bedders Bedder's house has like, been burnt down yeah. to a crisp, nothing left. But like, there's like a body missing. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, "I that was my fault. I got it later days. I got later days. <laughs> I got to go back to the sprinkle. I've got to make some things right. Yeah, I fucked up big time. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes back to the sprinkle. Should we stop it here? No, just because like, when you like when she finds out Claire Bird is manner, again, all I heard was Pharaoh's head going, uh, 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 oh. But should we stop it here? And well, then... I think we should get back to the sprinkle, at least. Okay. Uh, we've only got 15 minutes, though, and a lot happens there. Yeah, but I don't... Okay, I'll do the quick summary. Yeah. She goes back. Nobody's there. The place is empty. But then she hears a noise. And then she hears a noise. Oh Guess God. who it is? Alice. Oh my God, Alice! <laughs> Bark Lady, she's back. <laughs> Bark Lady's back. And and then she just drops a whole bunch of information. And she drops a whole bunch of information, which we will cover in the next section. Uh, but she's basically saying, like, Alice has two boys to look after. Yes. And, like, that's why like, she's been hiding and, like, blah, blah, blah. But Tamlin has been taken to Under the Mountain. And, like, we are about to find, like, that culmination of all the things that we've been warned about. Yeah. So, basically, effectively, nothing happens in the first half of the book. Except she falls in love with her captor. Um, yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. Um, and then there's a very pretty naughty man. Evil High Lord. Evil we bad. don't support. <laughs> evil bad naughty man. No support. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's the first half of the book. Um, I've literally, Maddie's been talking and I've just been an absolute <laughs> joke in the background. I have my laptop here. All of my notes are literally just like one sentence and then just the word like, I don't care. I give up. <laughs> or like anything to do with Reese is just my baby, my love. Yeah. Even though he's evil. Bad, evil, Bad, naughty. evil, naughty man. <laughs> Can't trust him. Can't trust him. Absolutely cannot trust him. Absolutely no. Okay, so let's end this one here. Yeah. I will just say the first half of this book, I think when I first read it, I was kind of intrigued because I was like, okay, well, what's going on in this world? Yeah. I really understand like the the kind of connections to Beauty and the Beast. Um, and like in the past. For the first half, 100% yeah. get it. And then like the next lot, I'm just like, this second half is where I get really interested and I'm really intrigued because I'm like, Oh yeah, what? it's my favourite part of the book. Yeah. Amarantha and Reese make everything interesting. Reese always makes everything interesting, even though he's evil, naughty, bad man. Bad man. Absolute bad, bad man. man. <laughs> right, so we're just gonna we're gonna go record the next part now. Yeah, we're gonna peace out. We're gonna peace out. And you are one part away from finding out why we just keep saying, I'm gonna peace out. Yep. I think in yeah, we're gonna peace out. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>